Welcome to episode 22 of the Creating Responsible Companies podcast. We are continuing our series on working from home responsibly. And today we are talking about work from home ergonomic hacks. My name is Janet Craig. I'm one of the founding partners of Destination Better, the company who brings you the Creating Responsible Companies podcast. And we are recording this today on April 9th, 2020, as we continue our working from home series. And we have a really cool thing in store for you today. We are so excited as we are all adjusting. And it's such a challenging time for so many people with so much um, pain and suffering and, and our hearts and prayers go out to those in that situation. And at the same time, a lot of people are adjusting to working from home who never have. And so um, with our home office ergonomic hacks, we're so excited to have Rebecca Greyer Horton with Herman Miller. And she is the workplace well-being knowledge lead for Central U.S. and Eastern Canada. And a little bit about Rebecca is uh, she is um, passionate about the physical social and cognitive human factors and how they play into our employees abilities to perform at their highest level. She solves current and emerging workplace challenges to place any company in the best position to attract, retain and engage employees. She believes that you need to drive your business forward to grow and be well. So we are so honored to have you today, Rebecca, and to hear what your um, home office ergonomic hacks are. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for having me. And it is so nice to, to ECU, um, even if it's uh, from literally we're a thousand miles apart now, ladies. So, so nice to see you again. Uh, I've been really serving my, my clients and my coworkers through communicating the message that uh, the body, the human body matters at work. We're, we're told, you know, with the proper environment and the proper tools that we have to take care of our bodies to mitigate pain. And we have the same body that we just took home along with our laptop when we went for home to home for this long stint of time, which initially it was a week, then it was two weeks and it just keeps getting longer. Um, now we're starting to feel those aches and pains creep in. So my goal is to share what we've just opened our home as, you know, there are four of us under one roof, uh, two e-schooling, uh, a junior and a senior high, in high school, e-schooling, my husband and I working diligently, separating out and, and trying to share Wi-Fi, share task chair, a, task, a task chair, and, and work in the best possible way to mitigate pain, keep a positive outlook, um, and really just take care of our bodies during this time. During, um, and, and you ladies have, have heard me talk before about, you know, supporting the human body in motion um, in the workplace, you know, we have tools for that. We have, you know, the, the appropriate seating. We have, you know, high adjustable desks in some cases, you know, these wonderful monitors that, that folks have. But with our, our migration to home, uh, you know, the laptop came home with us and, you know, we found ourselves maybe sitting on the sofa that worked for a moment. 
And what I hear again and again each week is that people are having pain in the trapezius. They're having numbness in the toes. They're having numbness in the fingers. So just like to share with you, and, and for those of you who can see, it's great. But for those of you who are listening in, you know, just imagine, you know, the body seated in that perfect posture. You know, when you stand, and I say Wonder Woman because I'm a Wonder Woman. Uh, fan and I, I you know that's how I envision the powerful stance when you sit down you should still maintain that very powerful body with that very upright posture your your knees should be at right angles so your feet are flat on the floor for many of us when we sit in a standard chair that we have available to us at home our feet may dangle so there's a nerve that runs down the back of your thigh. It's the popliteal nerve. You don't want to let that become impinged by, by being pinched on the back of the chair. So if you have, this is one of my hacks, if you have that happening, find something, get creative, look around your home. Maybe it's a cutting board. I have a tiny little Chinese uh, stool that I use as a footrest to allow me to put my feet up on that to where I'm in this, you know, this perfect alignment and I'm not pressing on the back of my thighs. The next, the next stop, think about moving, it's just like building a building, going from the foundation and moving up the body is, you know, at the hips. So you want to have your hips in that, in that angle. It's ideal if you have a task chair, something where you're able to move and not be in a frozen position, but many of us are operating from less than optimal chair, chairs right now. So just be mindful. You don't want to have your, your you don't want to be um, too, um, too small of an angle and your hips really just crushed in. You want to have the back leaning to the back of that seat. If you're too reclined, you may need to, you know, hack number two, get some pillows and prop yourself to where you feel supported. You want to have your body nice and supported. So imagining that that body in that perfect position, sitting in the chair and your head looking straight forward, you know, everything is wonderful. And then we add the technology and really mess it all up. One thing I'd love to hear a little bit about, Rebecca, is if you could tell people what Herman Miller is, what the company is, and a little bit about your role as well. My pleasure. Um, I, uh, yeah, I usually just, ch just cut to the chase. You know, it's my D personality. I, That's I, great. I, and I didn't ask you <laughs> earlier, but we're huge fans that, of, human, of Herman Miller's sustainability and, and have connected with you on that on other occasions. Well, we are a 100-year-old company. Everything that I share with regard to ergonomics is, you know, is based on standards that have been around for a very long time and that Herman Miller has had direct impact in influencing and writing um, many scientists who have been on, on boards and societies you know, long before I ever even heard of Herman Miller have contributed to really uh, building the foundations of, of human-centric the, the human-centric workplace. Um, we're not super proud of it, but we are the, we are the inventors of the first cubicle. Um, we got away from that years you know, later and went to more an open plan. Um, but uh, you know, oddly enough, people are, people are saying, you know, the, the, the higher walls are looking a little attractive right now. Um, so I think we'll get past that. But um, that we are known for, for human, a human-centered work environment, also residential. If you've ever seen, you know, the Eames lounge chair, you know, we, we have a, a huge residential line as well. Uh, but bottom line, everything is, is to support the human body and the human body in motion and to in, in really elevate the employee experience to where 
the, the employee is able to work at their, their very highest potential. It's, and I say this, you know, especially for you women, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a really amazing pair of, of, of heels that you think those are not going to work. Those are heels. Those are horrible. And you slip them on and then you just forget about them. When design works, it's very similar to that. You don't, there's no pain. Everything's effortless and it just feels right. Um, and it looks pretty nice. So um, that, that's a, you know, that, that's a little bit about Herman Miller. We're known for the Aeron Task Chair. It's the most famous Task Chair in the world. And it is still the number one selling Task Chair, but it's all built on just supporting the human spine as, as it sits. Now um, we're focused on getting you up and getting you moving around. So there's an entire suite of, of offerings to create that living office environment to where you have choice and move around your workplace during the day. Because even more than sitting properly and having that, that perfect posture, movement of the human body is critical to well-being. Um, in, in this next slide what you're not, that I'm sharing, uh, but for those of you not, not being able to see it, I'm just, uh, I want to share with you a really good way for you at home to get up and get moving. You, you, um, you know, I, I mentioned the laptop and, and the laptop, when it comes to ergonomics, that's just the devil. It's the worst thing in the world for you. So really, you know, must do is try, find, find, find a way to separate your laptop from your keyboard. If you have a monitor and you key off of your laptop and you have a monitor at home, that's fantastic. But if you're like myself and the rest of my family right now, we just came home with our laptops and, and we didn't have big monitors. So the first thing for us to do was to find a way to elevate the laptop to use it as our screen and then separate out the keyboard by using a, a wireless keyboard. Those are things that are readily available still on Amazon. I checked this morning. The, the, the very, um, some of the very chic ergonomic tools are just not available because they're in such high demand. So, the, you know, this is one of the few things that you would have to purchase to, to really set yourself up ergonomically at home. Once you have those two things, you've got your laptop, you're using your screen uh, as your, your monitor screen as your monitor and your independent keyboard get creative. We um, looked around the house and found areas where we could stand and then elevating the laptop, we used a, a, um, a cupboard rack. It was for, um, it's, I have no alliance with them, but it's one of my favorite stores, uh, the container store. It, and it's like the shelving that, you know, you have in your kitchen. I, I took that out of several of our, and they're in different sizes and they're still super available because no one cares about kitchen, you know, kitchen shelving right now. Um, and I, we stacked those up to fit our heights. So we developed like standing desks where we would set our laptops on them the slotted nature of the bottom of the of the uh, of the little can stand allows for the cooling of the laptop, which is just a bonus. And and we can get it to that exact eye height to where we can where we can stand and work as part of our day. The University of Waterloo has a recent study that recommends that it's a one-to-one -one ratio now. For every hour that you work, half of that hour should be spent in a standing position. So I urge you to try to look around and be creative um, in locating that spot where you have natural light, but no glare, uh, views to the outside, um, and in just that environment to where you can um, set up a, a standing workstation for yourself. 
That is a nice idea, especially now as people are challenged, as you said, with other family members home, trying to find a quiet spot. So you could set it up somewhere that would be quiet, and maybe like you said, the, the natural light. So these are great hacks. And you had mentioned that office supplies are sometimes challenging to get right now. So I love this notion of the, the hacks using other things in your house, which we've been known to do, haven't we, Janet? Like even, even um, uh, Kleenex boxes come in handy. You know? <laughs> we, have, we have actually set up um, all kinds of different things that are kind of funny when you look at it behind the scenes. But Rebecca, I thought about you this week because when we finally settled in, because we had to move our podcast studio out of our office and into our respective homes. So that was one thing. But finding a way to work. And one of the first things I did was I stood up because I've been a stand up worker since 2012. And I stand up most of the day. I know you're so proud of me. That, I'm I, so impressed. Thank you. I went to a blank wall and I got a measuring tape and I measured how far, um, what my, like what my height was that I, where I wanted to be. And then I went around and I ended up finding the perfect size Amazon box, but I had to cut holes in it to cool off my computer, but it worked really well. So how far, and on the screen right now, you've got an image, but how far away should we be from the screen after we figure it should be eye level and we find some cool hacks around our house to figure out how far away should we be? Great, that's a great point. And the answer is, it varies from person to person. It's based on our focal length. But if you look at um, you know, the tried and true you know, ergonomic references, it says about arm's length away. When they show that, it's usually a very young person or a 20-year-old guy. Um, I am not a 20-year-old guy. I'm not a young person. Uh, so my, my focal length is very different. That's a starting point. So when you're sitting, in, in a nice proper posture, and this is in your sitting posture or your standing posture, hold your arms, just one arm directly out in front of you, just like you're a half zombie, just put your arms straight out in front of you. And that fingertip should be able to almost touch your, your monitor. That's the starting point. Then you based on your focal length. And the last thing you wanna do is to, to lean your head in or to have to rear your neck back move that, you know, your setup, whether it be books, a, a, a cabinet, a, a kitchen cabinet shelf, move that with your laptop screen to hit that perfect um, focal length for your eyes and only you see through your eyes to where you are in that alignment. Because when you stand, again, that Wonder Woman pose, you, you want to stand in that very strong neck upright because that's where your neck is going to feel the most comfortable. So only you'll know when you hit that sweet spot. Um, and when you're sitting, and it, it seems like I'm obsessed with the kitchen, and if anybody knows me, they know I'm not obsessed with the kitchen, but that, I think that's why we use baking racks as ergonomic tools. Um, <laughs> but there, there, there is a, uh, we, we used a hack of using a, a, like a cookie cooling sheet, not, a, not an actual oven rack, because that would be too heavy, but, but a little rack that you cool cookies on and placed it on our laps, put our wireless keyboard, our mouse pad and our wireless mouse and actually just keyed and mouse off our laps. And that little um, baking rack was the perfect size. And ergonomically, you're not, you're in a good range because you're about 132 degrees, you know, 90s, whenever you have your, your um, 
forearm sticking straight out of your waist, straight forward, and then dropping the forearm down to where you're just resting your hands in your lap. It's about 132 degrees, and that's perfectly acceptable by ergonomic standards. The last thing you want to do is reach up to work because that's when you'll have pain in the, in the shoulders, in the neck, but having that in your, in your lap's reach is perfect. Uh, I saw a hack that a guy used his dog as this laptop pillow. That, that is, uh, I don't think that would work for either party, but people are getting you know, kind of creative and, and crazy. Um, it's just really entirely up to you, but be, you know, be, again, be creative, look around for things that you can um, do to, to connect. Um, and speaking of connect, many people are opting to, if they have compatibility, to connect with their, their laptop, uh, whether it be a, 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 a PC or a Mac, connect it to their actual television. And again, that's based on, you know, your proximity to that, to that if you're able to get that connected, is based on, on your, your preferences and also your focal length. But it's another way to keep your posture up. So, you know, the goal is, you know, not to, to, to really turn into the, you know, I call it a cashew body where you just turn into this tiny little crunched over thing. Um, your neck's tilted forward, your pelvis is tilted forward, and you look like the letter C, but to keep the, the torso very straight. And that, you know, that's the end game. That's the goal for this. And then, of course, movement. So, Rebecca, um, for our listeners who may not know, you are a well AP, and I know on the on the previous slide that you were just looking at, and on this one too, we can see that you have lots of outdoor light, and maybe you can see outside. So, how, what does it have to do with being a well AP, and why is that important for us in our new home offices? That is um, that is one of the the you know the fundamentals of of the of the well building standard is is comfort is mind so ergonomics falls into comfort and mind is is having you know having that that we are we're meant to be outside we spend about ninety percent of our time indoors which is terribly unnatural so when we have to bring the bringing the um, outdoors in so biophilia is an element it's you know it's one of the the requisites. And having natural views to the outdoors, your circadian rhythms will thank you. If you have natural light, your body will, you will rest better at night. It will establish, you know, a, a, a better rhythm in your hormones, your better balance rather in your hormones, your circadian rhythms will establish your hormones. And it, it, um, if you have, uh, if you're prone to fatigue, it will help you break that cycle of fatigue. Um, having that the natural light and it's also just um, peaceful to see you know the the, uh, the trees and I am in front of my in front of my front window and you know seeing the trees and the greenery and the birds it's a beautiful time of year to, to have those views and it also keeps you from developing computer vision syndrome again I, I talked about to, you know 202020. Um, if when you stare at a screen all day long, you will you will lose your your distance at a you know far away. So for every twenty um, every twenty minutes that you work on your computer, look out your window for for twenty feet, maybe even twenty meters to see a distance, and do that for about twenty seconds. Let your eyes you know recalibrate, and and then go back to work. It's um, there's so many things that tie into just that simplicity of having a a, a window seat. <laughs>
And I think that would be, uh, you have a reference there to TechNEC, which is, I'd love to have you explain. I, and I think the 20, um, 2020 would also be an, an opportunity as you're doing that to kind of stretch your neck and maybe roll your head right a little bit and maximize that 20. Absolutely. Absolutely. Movement, movement, movement. You know, we've got all these joints in our bodies for a reason and you, you either move them or, or you lose them. Um, you, you've got to keep that mobility. That's why the, the standing is so important. And, you know, the, the American um, Academy of Ophthalmology, you know, that the, the 2020 rule is, is ancient, but it still holds true. And yes, your, your body will talk to you and, and tell you exactly when you're doing something wrong, you'll have a pain point technique. Case in point, we've got you know 20 something you know year olds with incredibly um, bad cervical spine pain because they go from working in their workplace looking down um, because they go, oh no, my laptop's just easier. Then they 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 take a short commute. They have their their um, technology in their hands the entire time. Then they come home and sit in a, in a again a cashew position, and and they never fully stand with their their spine erect. So over time, and it's very simple, you know, just very simple physics. Your head weighs weighs about eight to nine pounds, and if it's if it's um, just balanced right on top of your spine as it's supposed to be, you know, it's very neutral. As soon as you start leaning it forward, and there was a great, I think everyone ran this, uh, Time Magazine ran it, Forbes ran it, and it showed the, you know, the increase of the weight um, and it, the torque on the, on the muscles in the neck. As you, as you lean your neck forward, that head becomes heavier and heavier. So I say, think of holding a bowling ball with a straight arm out in front of you and how heavy that is. And then now bring that bowling ball in closer, closer, closer to your body. And now just kind of bring the hand up and rest the bowling ball up where your shoulder is. And it's really not that heavy anymore. The same holds true with your neck and your head and the weight of your head. So, you know, envision that because if you can keep your head perched above your spine, the way it's supposed to be in that nice position, you know, in a, in, upright position it is definitely a way to mitigate tech neck or you know a lot of times people when uh, you're in a meeting and or in a conference room or something and people are looking down at their phone they call it the prayer position that <laughs> 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 is so far down but that does it especially is concerning for little ones I think who are probably home doing schoolwork as well it, it, and it's the best time to, you know, to um, have those ergonomic interventions for, for your teenagers. They have that teenage, you know, slouch anyway, or at least mine do. And, and you know, the, those, the younger kids, you know, just teaching them from the beginning because it will shape their bodies for the rest of their lives and their habits. I love that. Ergonomic interventions. <laughs> Question. Well, so to round us out, you've got some great, do you want to go through these um, uh, great tips that you've got on your faves, Rebecca's faves? Yes. Um, you know, again, just as a recap, just mind your spine. Remember to sit uh, to stand. You only have one spine. Take care of it. Sit to stand, you know, throughout the day. Use that one-to-one -one ratio as cited most recently by the University of Waterloo. Um, be kind to your eyes. I joke around and go, they're pretty helpful. You know, you want to take care of them. Use the 20-20-20 rule. Um, and headphones with a, in this little family of four, um, you know, I say can, headphones are helpful. And frankly, it can save a family. It can save a, a relationship. It, they can save a marriage. You know, 
when you're all under one roof working together, um, it, it is, is a real, um, it's a real uh, must have. Um, you, can, you can get by without them, but they sure are helpful. Um, video chat when you can. Um, I got to see Janet and Barbara this morning and I was just smiling ear to ear. It, I love hearing their voices, but it's awesome to get to see your friends and colleagues face to face and your, your expressions can communicate thousands um, more um, ideas than just um, chatting, video chatting in the little chat box um, on the side. So, you know, reach out and actually see your colleagues and your friends. Um, uh, go for quiet, but don't go punish yourself trying to do it. You know, try to find a focused area within your home to, to set up your home office, but don't go to a closet. That's just, um, it's like a prison. You don't want to do that. It's just going to really bring you down keep in mind those natural views to the outside and the, the natural light are going to make you feel better. Uh, another thing is just, you know, keeping your work tools and storage handy in your own space and in, in your own individual space, whether it be a little basket or what have you, so that you just um, have that sense of organization and you don't have to have that cognitive distraction and, and disorganization. Um, and, you know, be creative and experiment with the things that you the hacks that you're going to come up with because, oh my gosh, I've heard so many interesting ones over this past week from, you know, just ironing boards as a sit to stand. I mean, crazy things that have been shared with me. One gentleman's working in his wife's very fancy um, bathroom. Uh, her water closet is, is shut off in a separate room, but he said, you know, oh, her bathroom is so fancy. It's got all these different levels. So he's adopted that as his office. And he said, yes, it, it has a window over the tub. So that that's a vision in and of itself. <laughs> so, you know, be creative during this time. Um, connect in, and share the space that you have with the people in, in your lives. You we're all working very hard, but take that moment, you know, just, you know, reach out and, and the, the ones that you're quarantined with right now, you know, give them a big hug and, and just, you know, reassure them that we're going to get through this. And this is, you know, this is kind of, this is kind of different, but you know, it's also, it's going to be okay. Um, my big one, because I initially started doing this, I've, I've taught Pilates for decades and I think, oh man, I, I can't go back into the studio looking like this. Um, snack when hungry, not from boredom. So don't, you know, don't get crazy and eat all your quarantine food in, in a couple of weeks. It's going to last us a little bit. Um, stay hydrated because it's just good for your body. And it also reminds you to get up because if you really stay hydrated, you can't sit and you've got to go someplace. So that is a really good tip to get you get, get going and, and, and moving. And then finally, you know, most importantly is, you know, um, stay distanced at this time, um, not under your own roof, but, you know, stay distanced in the community, but stay connected. Um, that is the, the, my biggest tip uh, for, and takeaway for today. Boy, that's, these are all so practice so helpful and so practical and things that people can um, use these hacks to become uh, more ergonomically friendly so you don't need that intervention and you've certainly taught something me some things as I'm sitting here thinking oh my table is just a few inches higher than my chair so I'm gonna have to go get some uh, cushions from the family room <laughs> Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so, so helpful. And uh, so many people are reaching out wondering, how can I do this work from home thing? So that's why Janet and I created this work from home responsibly series. And as we transition from here and hopefully eventually back into the office um, and with Herman Miller being such an excellent resource, 
for all kinds of solutions for the office and at home. Um, how can people find you? Would it be on LinkedIn, Rebecca? I am a big, um, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, and I, I really share um, colleagues' content and some of my own original content. That is a great place to connect with me um, through messaging, and um, and then I, you know, I'm just very, I'm very open. Everything is is on LinkedIn, so my my email address um, is um, Rebecca underscore Horton at hermanmiller.com. If you have something specific that you'd like to um, ask me, some, um, I'm not a doctor, but I should, certainly can um, assist with with ergonomic interventions. And and if you have a really cool hack. Um, like working in your wife's bathroom or something, <laughs> um, please, you know, drop me a line because I just love to, to share stories that other people um, are, are coming up with to, to really just make the best of things during this time. Well, and, and I would agree that on LinkedIn, you, you ha always have creative content and are a positive spirit. And it's always great to see you pop up. Anything else, Janet, on this before we close it out? That's it. I just, I can't wait to uh, see all the um, interesting hacks that we hear about from different people um, as we've transitioned um, to working from home. And we hope that everyone stays healthy and well and connected and, um, and during this time. And Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. It was wonderful getting to see you. You as well, Rebecca. And we'll have um, your PowerPoint as a, as a download, if that's okay, on our website at destinationbetter.com slash 22, where Rebecca will share these tips. So um, we thank you for joining us today. And until next time.